0: Riding downtown in New York City I
1: know you wanna be there, I bring ZZ you a train, with me. Party in the club like that track from Fitty Cause life is so good, let's go and vibe with me Riding downtown in New York City I know you wanna be there, I bring you with me this is what I'm doing. Tell me that you want do it Welcome back everybody doing. to Dare to Rise. I'm your host, Nicole. With me as always is my partner in crime. Hi, it's Tina Kay. Hey Tina Kay. How
0: are you? I'm doing fabulous, excited for tonight, excited for our guests, but um, what I've been up to since we last talked, I celebrated a birthday. Ooh, I love yeah. a birthday. Yeah. So that was fun, little COVID celebration. So it was a little limited it Was just me and my kids, but um, celebrating another year, happy and healthy. So that's always an excellent way to start off the year. And I just wanted to give a shout out to my friends and some of the listeners out there that supported a birthday
1: fundraiser that I did. Tell us more about the fundraiser (laughs) you did for your birthday. I think that is such a unique way to celebrate a birthday, though, because truly at the end of the day, we're very blessed people. And I just think what a great way to, you know, rally people together to support something that's near and dear to your heart.
0: Yeah, I, I am just really connected to your community connection. It's a local, uh, local women and, uh, men and children's shelter for people that have been abused or in difficult situations. And so I, started the fundraiser for my birthday and, and, uh, we got over
1: $500 in donations. So. Oh, see, that's, see again, what it, you'll always remember this birthday too, because you did such a positive thing for your community and for your heart. Cause it's something you care about. I think that's wonderful. I love that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. And and I know you know that uh, our guest tonight has a little connection with um,
1: that same charity. So that'll be really fun. Yeah, YCC does some amazing work here in our local yeah. community. So really awesome that you and our special guest tonight are connected to that organization. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing that's exciting
0: is our little giveaway of our facial with Nicole Volpe. We had a, we announced a winner and that was Shalise Hood. So we were super excited
1: to give that to her. And thank you Shalise for supporting the podcast. I love being able to, you know, connect to our listeners and being able to celebrate them. So I'm always excited for that. And Nicole's the best. So her facial is going to be awesome. (laughs) Well, I'm scheduled to see her next month, so I'm super excited. I love that. You'll love it. She's a great person. Great energy. So what have you been up to? Oh, goodness. So since the last time we talked, honestly, just some amazing conversations with people. I just, I love this platform and just the amazing people that have come into our lives, mine and Tina Kay's life and everything, but just been talking with some amazing people. Um, and we've got some amazing future people coming on the podcast. So just super excited to, you know, keep meeting and growing our network and being able to continue to share these amazing stories with our listeners. It's just been a lot of just talking with really amazing people the last couple of weeks. It's crazy how things just kind of fall into place and you just, I don't know, it's just been pretty awesome and everything, but Valentine's day did just come and pass and Tina and I, um, participated in our friends that work over at wild Meraki and Lily and Juniper blooms. They did a beautiful Valentine, um, bundle. So we got to participate in that, which was super awesome. Um, so I'm speaking on behalf of you and me, Tina, but (laughs) also like, I've been loving Lori's channel. Um, if you guys remember our last guest, um, Lori Deus. She was doing the joy challenge, and we've been doing that. And I think it's so fun. I love getting her emails. She's put so much work into that. And I just love her. Again, her energy is so contagious. I love, I love Lori. And so I just love what she's working on. So that's what I've been participating in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love how you brought up the Valentine's celebration, too, because
0: it's important for us to take time to celebrate ourselves and not, I, I bought myself my flowers and and they were beautiful. So, um she did a really good
1: job in that bundle and just taking time to celebrate who we are. Oh, absolutely and everything. So, um talking about celebrating people for who they are and everything, our special guest tonight is Karen Wright. So, we're so excited to have Karen on um again, we just have this amazing platform. And it's just great. The amazing people that continue to come into our lives that we get to learn and grow from and everything. I'm a little bit about Karen. Her favorite quote is let go and let God. She believes that once we learn to put our ego on the back burner and let God drive the truck changes will happen. And the energy in your life, will switch. She is a passionate author, speaker, healer, yoga instructor, and a savvy businesswoman. Karen believes in giving back to her community. She volunteers her time on the local Your Community Connection, YCC board, and other local committees. Karen is releasing a memoir titled Now or Never Shine Baby Shine, which is scheduled to release on March 19th. Karen welcomes fellow adventurers to join her in shining now and living in the moment. So with that, Karen Wright, welcome to the podcast. Yay,
2: Yay! <laughs> The fireworks go off. <laughs> no. How are you, Karen? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for letting me be on the show. I'm so excited.
1: Oh no, absolutely. So tell us how have you been what how has your week been so far?
2: Oh. Terrific! I mean, Valentine's was wonderful. Spent it with my kids, and they brought me some roses. So that's always fun, you know. I got flowers up there, and sat there and watched Netflix all night. I love. I like (laughs) your style. (laughs) (laughs) I I may have done the exact same thing. We'll
0: have to compare notes on what we were watching, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) No, I love that, and I love that you were able to spend time with your children because. I love my kids, <laughs> so I'm super biased. I always think quality time with our family is so important, so I love that. So, Karen, um, we're going to jump right into it. So tell our audience about your book, your mem- your upcoming book, Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine.
2: Tell us all about that. Hey, I would love to. So it's a memoir um, based on the day I lost my 18-year-old daughter to a tragic... Um, circumstance: She was running her first cross-country race of her senior year. And she went into a seizure and had a cardiac arrest and passed away on the course. And so the, my whole book is based around that day. And in losing her, I, through the grief and pain, realized how much I lost myself. Um, I had labels and expectations that had been placed on me. And I, I didn't, I dealt with it. I dealt with grief in a way where many people probably have done the same thing is when you just shove it down and you're in denial and you're just living each day just to survive. We call that survival mode. And that's pretty much what I did. Um, It was a crazy time. But with the, she passed away in 2004. So over the 16 years, she's been gone. I've done a lot of healing. Um, I've experienced multiple losses in my life with my brother, my dad dying three weeks. Um, three weeks in between. My dad died and my brother passed away. And that was in 2019. And then my mom passed away shortly after that. So a lot of family passing. And then I got divorced six years ago. And so there's been a lot of um, Karen learning how to deal with loss on her own and finding the inner strength and power that no one else could give me. And it's through um, meditation. I started um, meditating about seven years ago. And that has been a huge, um, huge benefit to me in my life. Nature going out. I hike every morning with my dogs being out in nature and just enjoying God. God and I are like this. We're really close. <laughs> <laughs> no, and Yeah. So we, he just, he's my best friend. Actually. We talk about everything and he's always there for me. And there is a time in my life when Kalina died. I was upset with God. I, I was mad. I was angry that he took my child and didn't get my permission you know? Oh, yeah. oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying, Karen, I, like brings tears to my eyes. Cause I think our listeners definitely have experienced, uh, moments of loss, whether that's, uh, the death of a loved one or, a relationship. Um, a relationship definitely. And, and how we kind of look at, like, nobody asked my permission for that. <laughs> right. And, and how do you recover from that? So, um, I also just wanted to comment too. the loss of a child, excuse me, is so, so difficult. It's got me all choked up. Um, but as we all talked about celebrating, um, Valentine's or just celebrating our children in general, um, as, as moms, as parents, as um, family members, just how much effort we do put in the relationships around us. And that's hard when, when you lose that relationship, the physical relationship.
2: Yeah. It is, it's, it is hard and the physical is gone. And I mean, because of my faith and I believe that in angels and spirits and that she's with me, um, all the time. And I've had multiple different energy healers, um, recognize her with me, which has just been, you know, more so like going, okay, yeah, she is. I mean, I feel her but just someone else saying, Hey, she's with you. And they're, they've been so consistent. She's on my right side and, and she stands, you know, a couple of feet back. And when multiple people are telling you this, the same thing is not on your left. It's on your right. Like all of a sudden, I'm like going, yeah, it's, it's some crazy stuff, but it makes me feel good. <laughs> Well, and
1: it should, I, something that you said, I found really powerful is when you were talking about, you know, you recognize the power that you have within yourself that no one else could give you. And I think, especially as women, as moms, we kind of look for, um, our self-worth or our power and the other thing, the other hats that we wear and everything, and we don't focus enough sometimes where we kind of lose that over time, that of our, our inner strength or who we are as people. Um, did you feel like that was kind of your experience as well?
2: Oh yeah. Um there comes a point I think I mean the loss of Kalina was was dramatic for me. Um but in time looking back, realizing how much I had lost myself prior to her Mm -hmm. with my relationship with my husband, um, and and just diving in as a mom, you give everything to your kids and to your spouse and you put all your dreams, your desires on the back burner. And especially if you're, I'm a Pisces, right? We're givers. We just give (laughs) you give and we're chameleons and we jump on board and we will just adapt to any situation that needs to be had. And we forget who we are. And pretty soon no longer was I on my path and my journey. I was on everyone else's. I was living my life through them. I knew exactly my kids were going to be pro soccer players and violinists and playing up on the band and the stage and the whole thing. And I had all these expectations. And then I stepped back and I thought, oh, my gosh, people have put expectations on me and labels and I've accepted all of them. Yeah, Even the good and the bad, right? Exactly. The good and the bad. So talk to us
0: about the labels, because I, I know that our listeners can totally
1: connect with
0: that, whether well, we're doing to it to ourselves, but i was
1: going to say we can, yeah, to that too.
0: Well, I <laughs> consider myself a listener, so a listener and a learner.
2: <laughs> so oh, I'm learning every day. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Every day. I just, I love learning from other people and I think there's labels. Well, a lot of it has to do with your environment, right? Um, your your family beliefs, your religious beliefs, things that you you grow up in a family, right? That you've you've learned from your parents, and so you take those values with you, and expectations and things. Um, and there's a lot of things. I'm a very free spirit, <laughs> <laughs> and I always like felt that. Um, But it wasn't until I started going through my journey that I realized how much I was caged and how much I pushed the envelope to get attention. And it wasn't always the good attention. If I didn't feel like I was in someone's attention, then I would do something to make sure they saw me. Mm -hmm. So self-sabotaging became something I was pretty good at. I'm not proud of it but I was really good at it. Well, it was part of your journey
1: though, too. And I think showing again, reflecting on your journey, at least you, you're, you're able to be in the mind frame that you're able to self-reflect on that and it, be able to recognize this past behavior of yours. And if you didn't like it and you changed it, I yeah. think there's a lot of that and everything. Um, Cause that's our journey. We're some things we like, some things that we don't and everything. And you know, kind of going back to what you were saying about environments and people putting labels on us, friends, ex-relationships, whatever it is. And some of that, we let the negative stick with us and we carry that forever. And it kind of keeps you in a place of being stagnant in your life until you like what you've accomplished, Karen, is, you know, healing from that and letting it go and accepting who who you are and being okay with
2: that yeah a lot of times you get in those ruts, right, and they become very comfortable and so it's learning how to get out of the ruts so once you you acknowledge your self sabotaging or you acknowledge your gear your fear or your guilt, that's the only way you can own it right and then be able to release it. And Mm -hmm. your old stories, you know, I'm always talking about releasing your old stories. You don't forget them. You're releasing them. You're acknowledging because they've made you that much stronger person today. That's how I look at it. It's been stepping stones um, throughout my life, but I do not regret anything I've done in the past. I do regret hurting people, especially myself, but it's the rippling effect It's like throwing that little pebble in the water and the ripples go out. I hurt myself first, but then it rippled out to my dearest ones, my family, my Mm -hmm. kids, my ex-husband, I mean, friends and families. And I own all of that because of what I've done.
1: Isn't that, wouldn't you say though, that's truly your only way of healing that though is owning it, right? Like taking ownership and not halfway the entirety of our, um, our mistakes, which we've all made them and everything, but really holding ourselves accountable and learning and growing from that and recognizing that and transforming ourselves. Like I'm not going to do that again, like you're saying, don't carry that with you forever and let that story go. But definitely take the lessons, learned and implement that so we're not repeating mistakes. Because at least I can relate. There have been certain situations where you feel like, I feel like I'm reliving this story again and again. Like What is going on until you really are able to step back and reflect and go, okay, where is my accountability in this? Or where is my... Um, You know, how how much of this do I have the ability of changing and looking at yourself in the mirror? Sometimes I feel like we don't do that. It's everybody else. (laughs) I saw, I heard a thing on Facebook or social media the other day and, um,
0: it was a live video, but basically they were saying, you know, you're, you're struggling in all these relationships, but what's the one common denominator. And, um, that tells you a lot <laughs> when to start looking at yourself on what role you play. But Karen, I like how you say you wouldn't change anything. Cause I, I know that I, in my own personal journey, I wouldn't change any of it. Um, but I wonder what advice you would give to your younger self to help you manage your journey.
2: Uh, to my younger self, um, I think it would be able to accept myself and love myself for who I am. Mm-hmm. And if I would have had that um, inner love for myself, yeah, maybe, you know, the journey could have been the same, but maybe I would have healed quicker because mm-hmm. acceptance of oneself. And I think a lot of us, um, in this society, especially I think as girls and women's and ladies, we grow up, you know, we're always trying to be that perfect, perfect body type, perfect everything. And you look in the mirror and, you know, growing up, I was, I was like the ugly duckling. I was skinny and tall and it was flat chested and no boobs and buck tooth barracuda. I mean, you're like, <laughs> I'm like the total tomboy, you know? And it's just like, over the years, it's kind of like, I, I, I didn't love me. And it wasn't until seriously, like, this is so sad. When I, two years ago, two years ago, I mean, I'm in Bali doing a yoga retreat, and I was doing this meditation. And they were talking about going through your body and embracing everything about your body, starting from your toes, all the way up through your shins, all the way to your body and crossing all the stretch marks, all the cellulite, everything that's on you and embracing it and loving for what you are. I mean, women, we're masterpieces. We can create these little beings inside of us and give birth and the magic that it is. But so often we soon forget we have the stretch marks and our tummies and saggy boobs whatever it is it's like oh my gosh you know what happened to the body and it wasn't until that time where I'm like oh my gosh I love me for who I am all of me and my body is just a shell it's my soul and my spirit that I love I'm this like I said free spirit I'm this Young little spirit. I'm just like a little kid. I just want to play. I just want to play. And play. And my, my, my kids are going, Mom, I think we're the wise ones, and you're like the young one. I'm like, oh, wait. I need your help. You know, give me one. But, but it's just don't wait so long. Like, if I could tell my younger self, it's like, love you, that little girl inside of you. You are perfect. You are perfect. God does not make junk, right? That little saying, God doesn't make junk. We're all perfect. That is so true. And God is the energy within all of us, all of our spirits. We're a part of it. That's what I believe in. He's connected inside of us. And we're goddesses. You know, that little little spirit, that little girl, she's a goddess. She wears a little crown. She has a little wand. I believe in happily ever after, the magic fairy tale. But (laughs) love yourself, everything about you
0: it's excellent. That's excellent advice. Excellent message. Um, the word treasure just popped up into my mind, just whether it's the goddess in us or just that we're each such a treasure and, and it, it does make me sad that we don't realize that until later. Um, we go through a lot of pain and go through a lot of emotion and questioning our value and questioning what we have to offer. And, we are all such amazing treasures and we all bring something so incredibly different. And that's what I love about this podcast. And and the fact that Nicole asked me to be a part of it. Oh my is, gosh. <laughs> it just um is so amazing. Everybody's story, but everybody that we talk to, there's everybody just is a treasure and has such an amazing experience to talk about to help help us heal and learn and move forward and Um, I'm just thankful, Karen, that you're on and talking about such a sensitive subject
1: that everybody can relate to. We need to be kinder to ourselves. It's so interesting, you know, just reflecting what Karen was sharing, even my own self. I'm like, what would I say to a younger Nicole? And exactly what Karen, like everybody I think could say that I wish I loved myself more. I wish I was nicer to myself, showed myself more grace. We are so critical of our younger selves. And it it is unfortunate that we have to go through a lot of bumps and bruises along our journey to finally step back and be like, oh my gosh, I was this like what Karen was saying, free spirited, (laughs) exciting, high energy, young person who just like thought I could overcome everything. And then slowly, you know, you know, certain choices or relationships or environments, we lose that inner voice, that spark in ourselves. And my hope for everybody listening is, I, I hope you find that spark again. I hope you you find that childlike spark that you had when you were younger. And that I hope everybody knows you are beautiful the way that you are. I don't care if it's society standards, your environment, like you have self worth and you matter and your story matters. And we just need to be kinder to one another truly like these unrealistic expectations of like what we're in quotes supposed to look like or how we're supposed to act or and it's just like no be be you we are humans we are perfectly imperfect people and that makes us more beautiful and I think more interesting
2: oh yeah I, I read something the other day or maybe I no, I think I read it <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, don't worry, Karen.
1: I'm like, it's okay, a message me. from, God.
2: from God. <laughs> from the universe. <laughs> from the universe, something yeah. happened. But it's like, watch what. Um, be careful what you tell yourself. You're oh, the one yes. One you know, be careful what you tell yourself. You're the only one listening, and so, I am an affirmation girl. I have yes on my on my mirror about I am beautiful. I am amazing. You know, ego in the back seat. The whole thing, like I am loved. I am perfect. And I look every day at those mirrors and I look at myself in the mirror and I say, Karen, I love you. And you stare at yourself in the eyes. And sometimes that's hard to do. Oh yeah. But I think, you know what? No one else is listening to what I'm telling myself except for myself. And so speaking confident, speaking beautiful words to yourself I think is a really good like start to helping people start loving themselves and um, get them on the road.
1: Now, I think that's super powerful, Karen. Truly. we, guys, just be nicer to yourselves. That's my message. Just, we need to be nicer. And I am my worst critic, Tina and I, Tina's like my family. If you haven't noticed already, we run a (laughs) podcast together, Um, but seriously, I am my worst critic. I always have been. Um, but my plan is I'm not always going to be, and my journey is still ongoing. And I think that's the whole point at the end of the day, as long as you're trying, I'm also a big affirmation. Karen, for, Karen knows this. Karen, I've gone to Karen for yoga classes, so she knows <laughs> a little bit about me. But I think your self talk is so important, and there's so much value in that because if you're telling yourself a negative story over and over, like I'm I'm ugly, or I'm fat, or I'm stupid, you start to believe that story, and that's dangerous. Like it really is really important if you know making sure you're in a positive environment or you're reading reaching out for help if that's where you're at, but, you know, break that cycle, break that, that toxic um, self-talk in your head. And I think too, when we have those negative thoughts that pop into our
0: head, not to just dismiss them, but to acknowledge it, figure out what's driving that. The why. Yeah. The why behind it, and then move towards that positive affirmation. And, and I love that, um, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and Maybe even give yourself a little wink. <laughs> oh <laughs> hey, you're looking sexy
1: today, girl. You tackle the world. <laughs> you got this. Oh, like <laughs> like was that saying, now. But Karen, truly like what you were saying. Like I've had two children. And when you have children, your body changes. Or you just gain weight. That happens too. Like your body changes. But like being like, my body is awesome. I'm strong. Like I gave birth to two kids. Like just like changing your just changing your perspective a little bit can be so transformative with your mindfulness. It really can
2: be there's power in that. Oh, there's so much you guys would die when you, if you heard me out on my trail what I tell myself.
1: Oh no, I want to be there, girl. i like you're eternally youthful.
2: You like, <laughs> love it. Right. Your skin is smooth. Your hair is long and gorgeous. <laughs> but we need to do that. The thing is and and I,
1: I think we've talked about this before, but if we don't love ourselves, how are we truly genuinely like how are we authentically loving the people around us if we well, don't even love ourselves?
2: Right? Well, and I think the energy you put off, right? So if you love, like to me, love is free. That yeah. is the gift I can give to everyone is the love from within me. I'm giving to everyone else because I love life. I love people. I'm just, just so glad I have one more day to be here on this earth. Oh, isn't and that so true? I just, that breath, you know, that, that free, the free gift from God, the breath that we take in every, every second. Um, And if we can't love ourselves, like, you're not going to attract someone. I mean, I'm single. I would love to have a beautiful partner in my life, someone who's on the same energy level with me, and can see the value and and the love I have. You know, I'm I, I'm in or I'm out. I'm like two feet in. Let's go. You know, <laughs> I'm like ah, facing fear, but it's like you've got the two energies. You got love and fear, right. totally opposite spectrum. So where do you fall? Well, I want to be in the love. And yes, we're going to have, feel the fear because we all deal with our stuff, our adventures or shit, whatever we want to call it, shit. every single day, right? <laughs> we go through life is life and we have our ups and downs like that. But how quick is it that when we're down in the darkest, can we realize it? Like what Tina said, acknowledge what you're feeling. Yes. Figure out where that's stemming from, work through it release it, give it to God, Archangel Michael. I love giving all my negative stuff to Archangel Michael, releasing it to him, whoever you feel like is that person, and then move forward and out of that rut, back up, climbing that mountain again. Yeah. And the secret is how soon can you get to the top of the mountain? and not wallow in that sorrow or pain or upset that someone just cut you off or flipped you off. You know, maybe that person was in a, in a hurry. So why get upset with them? You know, they're cutting you off in the road or things like that. Or they're just little things. And so it's, I think once people start becoming aware of your thought process, then sooner can you get out of that darker place and move back up To where you want to shine. We're all lights. We want it. I
1: love it. So, oh, oh, sparkle. I love it. Um, So, Karen, with your with your book, you wrote it and you you were sharing um, a little bit earlier in our conversation that was healing and grief. Would you say it also helped you in your self-love journey for yourself writing Mm -hmm. your book? Yes, it really did.
2: It did. I, I spent a lot of time um, like I'm writing the book and I was healing at the same time. And um, uh, there was a lot of stuff I I had shoved so deep and it's like the onion, you know, Shrek with the onion. It's like <laughs> layers. <laughs> right? It's like layers and layers. You and you're like, ah, there's more, and you're like, ah. and it's like it just keeps and it's like when is it gonna end? And and I've realized it's evolving. Right, we can release a lot of the old stuff. Some might carry and then get mixed up with new stuff, and so it's unlayering and it's totally evolving as we're healing. And I wish I could say tomorrow I'm like completely healed. I'm fine, but that's not life, right? No, tomorrow something else can happen. I mean. Eh. Yeah. We're, we're
0: creatures of learning,
2: yeah. you know, so
0: it's just that constant healing and, and writing a book and experiencing all that and, um, going back and revisiting those emotions and everything. I, I can imagine
1: how challenging it was. Um, it's scary. Yeah. I think for some of the emotions, especially Karen talking about, um, grief, especially not only, you know, with, you know, your relationship losing that, but, you know, your, your, your child, that is something I, I can't even like, I can't even think of words of to just describe that, but that would be so scary. I always tell Tina, like, that's why I could never be an author because you guys have to dive into certain things. And I'm like, no caution tape, like not entering. <laughs> I refuse to like feel that emotion, but really that is part of the, the healing journey for some people. So that really is very vulnerable and brave of you to to write, I think for any writer, but especially, you know, the topics that you address in your book, that's very vulnerable and courageous.
2: Well, thank you. I hope like if I, if I touch one person through my book, and if it's someone who has lost their, you know, daughter or son, and they could relate. And if it, if I can help them work through their emotions or feelings or release it, like, My kids read this, read the book um, and I didn't know what to expect. And my two older ones said, mom, it was like reliving that day again. And I had, we had closed so much off. My daughter said, I cried so much. She goes, I cried more reading your book than when she passed away. Mm because, you know, she at the time was 12 when, when her sister passed away. And so those feelings, you know, they're all raw. They're not new. They're, how are you supposed to act? What are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to grieve? And so even if it just heals my kids, then the journey has been worth everything I've gone through everything. And that's my, that's my, my hope is, um, to i just i can see the book my book just fluttering all over the entire all four corners of the earth and just getting into the hands of people who need to heal and hopefully this will just help
1: somehow oh i think that's beautiful and your book's coming out march 19th -hmm. which is just around the corner so and it's my birthday oh well that makes it even more special (laughs) (laughs) what a great birthday birthday present
2: I know. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, what the best present ever. Right. Well, I just want
0: to say, you know, I had uh well, both of us had the pleasure of a pre-read of your book and and um just reading about Kalina's um death. It I am familiar with the story and I still cried reading it. Um it is so heart. There's so much heart into it and and the way you've shared that story that Um, although I've never lost, um, a child, I feel what it feels like to lose somebody that close or to, or to relate it to another type of loss that I've experienced. And, and, um, it's such just a valuable story to share. And, um, anybody that reads your book is going to be touched. Um, oh, absolutely. And, and
1: also recognize what a beautiful like spirit your daughter had, like this oh, fighter yeah. of she and, and this is my interpretation, Karen, but like just the definition of like resiliency, seriously, like was not going to let anything, the health challenges that she kept facing overcoming like an over, over, overcomer every single time. And to me, that was inspiring in itself. Like, oh my gosh, people like, don't complain. Look what this young girl's going through. And she's over there, you know, pushing herself as being giving 110% to every situation she came across. She was fearless.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. absolutely. I don't know where she got it from. I'm not like, from her dad.
0: <laughs> so, Karen, talk to us about the title of your book. How did you come up with that title?
2: So uh, the name of my book is called Now or Never Shine Baby Shine. And um Shine Baby Shine came to me on my first writer's retreat that I went to. You know, I'm gonna be an author, so let's go to a writer's retreat. Anyway, and so um, I was just sitting there and I just thought, shine, baby, shine. Like, this is a tribute to my daughter. And she walked into a room and lit up the room. She had the smile and these dimples and these beautiful green eyes and long eyelashes. She was just naturally just beautiful. And um, I just, it just like hit me. And I know it's from her. I know Colleen's like, hey, name it this. Shine, baby, shine. <laughs> um, and now or never came into place shortly after. Um, the now is very significant. And that's kind of my logo throughout my entire journey right now that I'm going on. The now represents in my book and kind of throughout life is um, nothingness, oneness, and wholeness. And you have that opportunity now when you go through nothingness in life, right? We all have our depths, our, our deepness, like we've been talking about, our dark places. And then it comes to the healing, the oneness. And then the W for the wholeness. That is the importance of living now in the moment and being grateful for what we have today. And that was something Kalina taught me. Life is precious. Life is so short. No one's going to, you know, God, when he wants you, he's going to take you, you know, your mission is a certain amount of time and live, live your dreams, live what you want. Don't, you know, I think we get caught up in society about paying our bills and doing all this, which is so important. We have to do right is working, but enjoy while you're working. Making sure that attitude is like, you know what? We're all in this cubicle together. And guess what? I'm going to mm-hmm. smile at everyone and bring people bottled bottle of water today because <laughs> I know we need to drink our water. You know, just the little things that are going to add to someone else's day. And you're giving back. You have gratitude and love for yourself. They we stem again. But then you're being of service to other people. And, and planning your dreams, planning, going on your family trip whatever it is. Take, I mean, I took pole dancing lessons, you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I may three, have done that too. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, I want to learn how to pole dance. You
1: know, I'm, you know, 52. What the heck? I want to figure this out. Karen, age ain't nothing but
2: a number. Remember <laughs> hey, <exactly>. that. <laughs> that's what I feel like too. It's like, it's just a number, but I mean, and then I decided I want to take singing lessons. And I dragged my kids to two years of voice recitals where they had to sit there and watch their mom perform on stage. You know, payback for my kids for me going and watching all of the years.
1: <laughs> but you're living your fullest life, though. I think we always, you know, people do a lot of like focusing on like the future or one day I'll do this and one yep. day I'll do that. That we don't live in the in the now, and I think that's so important that people start focusing on just being present in the moment. And if you want to do something and you're able to do it, do it. Like the only one stopping you is yourself. And why the heck not like make whatever, if you want to do pole dancing, like Karen and Tina, go do it (laughs) and stuff like that. But if you want to go, like, um, you mentioned earlier that you went on a, a yoga retreat to Bali, like that's amazing. Like do whatever your heart sets you to. What was that, Karen? I'm sorry. I said, that was crazy.
2: That was like a month away. I told my kids I was doing it and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But if that's something you've always wanted to do, good for you.
1: Truly. Like, I think that's amazing. And since I brought up Bali, what did lead you to this yoga retreat in, in Bali? How did that all come to fruition?
2: You know, it was crazy because I have done yoga maybe a handful of times in my life. I grew up being a dancer. And I love just movement and things like that. And so I would go to yoga, and I'm like, "Oh, it's nice" or whatever. But it was crazy. On my vision board, I'm a visionary too. We are too. Welcome to the (laughs) welcome to the Dare to Rise community. (laughs) Vision vision boards. You guys, come on, pay attention (laughs) here. Take
0: lessons. (laughs) Yeah,
2: things happen. I had put a yoga, becoming yoga certified, and I don't know. Why? I just I thought ah oh, I could do that that would be fun, and um, circumstances happened. I was in relationship for two years with a, a guy after my you know divorce. Two years later, in this relationship, where um, it ended, and found out later that it ended because he found somebody else to take my place, which that happens, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was just I was done. I was like, I was so done of just giving myself again because that two years I found out really quick after I got out of the relationship how much I was doing everything he wanted. And though it was fun stuff, it wasn't anything I really wanted to do. It was all about him, him, him. And all of a sudden I realized, Karen, once again, although it didn't last 28 years, this was only two years, you got back into a rut. But you
1: recognized it, Karen. I think that's the power and that even if you felt like you were repeating something, you
2: recognized it. And that is powerful. And just that alone. And that's the thing I love that you brought out, Nicole, is recognizing. I mean, sometimes it might be shorter span, could be longer, whatever. But it's once you recognize the patterns, you start recognizing it, you know, people are put in your in your path for a reason. And so that was my, ne- my next stepping stone to get over. Okay, that one only lasts two years. So when that one ended, I thought, I'm going to Bali. Forget I everything. <laughs> I mean, my daughter got married May 30th. I flew out the next day from Arizona to Bali, just like that. I'm like, see you. <laughs> I'm out of here. And it's gone for a month. I didn't know what I was doing.
1: <laughs> but reading well, your journey in the book, though, that was a pretty transformative
2: experience, though, for oh, yeah, you. It was. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I mean, I was nervous because I'm not very flexible. <laughs> And you're like, you're thinking of yoga, you know, all these things. I gonna be with all these people who are flexible. They're all in human pretzels. And you're like, (laughs) what am I doing here? (laughs) Which seriously, and they all had done yoga and I hadn't. And so I was used a lot because I'm not flexible and I haven't had yoga. And so I was actually the perfect student because I didn't have any bad habits. So they could teach me my body how to do it correctly the first time. Which mm-hmm. I was like, yay for me! <laughs> but you know, anyway, they just learned about alignment and using blocks and tools and things like that because I'm not flexible. And so you can do things to make you, you know, to help you get into position without hurting yourself or looking like you know you're you're trying to do with the pretzel next story. You <laughs> it's like, what the heck? Um, That's such
0: such a good lesson on that. We don't have to make things so hard, so damn hard. Like there's. don't do it like make it easy if it's if you can use a block
2: (laughs) (laughs) i can't sit cross leg. what yoga instructor do you know that can't sit indian style me (laughs) 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 everyone else can i can't (laughs) all my students you guys are all like crossing your legs all limber i'm like on my pillow perched up so i can bend my knees. (laughs) anyway But um, yes, so that journey was very healing to me. A lot of it went into the meditation and the philosophy of yoga, which um, mingled and weaved in with my background of the Christian and Christian um, beliefs with the yogis. And it was absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. You know, we learn in we live in a little box (laughs) in our environments and we don't realize what else is out there. Until you go out there and you realize that there's, everyone's good. There's, everyone's good. There's only a handful of people that aren't. And those handful of people, you know, have their problems or whatever, and they're going to figure it out. And we give them love and support however we can. Right. But you go around the world and you you realize that no matter what religion, no matter what your beliefs are, it's all about a couple of things, unconditional love, service, and gratitude. And that's what Buddhas taught us. That was, you know, Christ. That is what um, Martin Luther King even said it, right? Mother Teresa. Yeah. Like those powerful people were always giving back and being of service Mm -hmm. and trying to help their cause. And it was all for good. None of it was bad. Mm -hmm. And so it's just that, just that unconditional love. I think that's powerful though, Karen, I
1: think, and I love that again, I love yoga though. And meditation, those have been really transformative in my life personally. So um, I'm a little biased and everything, but I think it's important for people to recognize you can find, you can find commonality with people, even if they look different believe different, live different than you. Mm -hmm. Those three common things you were just mentioning, Karen, but especially the unconditional love part and everything. um, Just for everybody out there, I think that's just really important right now for everybody to recognize that it doesn't matter people's background. If you're good and you're kind and you're honest and you're loving and you're trying to do good in the world, like that's something we should celebrate, period.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: It's beautiful. Beautiful. I, I just want to
0: mention too the strength and courage to go to Bali by yourself.
1: Heck yeah. How, tell me how long that flight was. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it was 20. I knew it. <laughs> well, it was longer than that because I had it lay over in Australia. So it was almost a 32 hour wow. trip. By
1: yeah. yourself, Karen. See, yeah. that is like, oh, what is that? Oh my gosh. E pray, love. Eat, pray. Have you guys yeah. ever read that book? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm like, man, one day I'm going to make that happen. And Karen, you just did it, girl. Good on you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's actually kind of, I didn't think about it. This is, this is something I'm not like really proud of. <laughs> <laughs> Spill the beans. <laughs> Give us the tea. <laughs> so I saying, like Sometimes I just do things and I don't think twice. I don't think the outcome, I don't think what's going to happen. I'm like, I'm just doing it. And I just do it like I get these wild hairs or I get this intuition about, Karen, you got to do this. And so everything unfolded like it was crazy how I said, OK, I'm going to go get yoga certified. And then a week later, I talked to a girlfriend and her daughter's looking about doing the same thing. But in Bali, I'm like, Bali. I was thinking Salt Lake City, but <laughs> I'm to do that. You know, so I love this. I'm like, send me the information. So Jamie's like, here you go. Sends me the information. And I'm like, get it. And I, I'm doing this. I'm booking it. And I did. Oh, I love that home. so much. Been I'm leaving.
0: But I think it says so much to investing in yourself and your, your being and your journey. And that's, we've talked about this before on the podcast to take time and invest in who we are and what we have to offer and what we want to learn and and how we want
2: to grow. So at the end of the day, no, one's going to do it for you. Right. Absolutely. And Not so true. There's one thing I promised myself, and this has just been something that's been very valuable um, I will never divorce myself again.
1: Oh, Karen, that's oh. powerful. Mm-hmm. That is, that's a powerful statement. Truly. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. We need to just pause for a second. <laughs> that is very powerful.
1: <laughs> will you say that one more time, please? No, truly. I really think
2: that's really profound, Karen. Yes. What you just said. So what I said, Tina, was I will never divorce
0: myself again. Makes me want to
2: cry. It's really
1: good. Well, and that's the importance of self-love, isn't it? Yes. That's the power of self-love. So Karen, um, you know, what advice would you give to our listeners who are dealing with, you know, insecurity, lack of self-love, or even the past labels and expectations they are still trying to move on behind, move past that? What would your advice be to our listeners that are dealing with that?
2: Um, do your best every day. Don't put expectations on yourself, right? Um, choose one thing you want to do for the week. If that's get up and smile or get up and make your bed, whatever it is, just one little simple task that you do, just so you feel good about yourself, that you've accomplished something for that day. And love you love that. It for the week. Because no one can take that task away. You know, you get up, you make your bed, you did it, you know, you feel good about yourself. Um, but don't give up on yourself. Because you're going to struggle, you know, but there's going to be days if you've read the four agreements it says, you know, um, don't make it su- assumptions, always do your best. And, um, I forgot the other two. Dang it. Sorry. (laughs) So we're going to give you two out of the four, but read the book and then you'll know the other two. (laughs) and You'll you'll love it. But I know the other one is right here. Always do your best. Don't make assumptions. Don't take anything personally and be impeccable with your word. Oh, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. I love the part. Always do your best because there's going to be days where, you know, you might be feeling Something might have just happened, you know, something happened at work or your kids <sighs> triggered you or something and, or you're not feeling good, you're sick or whatever. And if your best that day was to be able just to drink some soup and go back to sleep, then be happy with that. Right. Don't get down on yourself. Just on the fact that, you know what, <sighs> I, I did amazing today. I mean, I the that. other day I slept in. And I woke up feeling guilty. You know, I I slept till seven. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I stopped and I thought, oh my gosh, my body must have needed it. Mm -hmm. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I love it. And so I rolled over and went back to sleep until (laughs) (laughs) night. But I think that's so realistic
1: though, Karen, because the journey of life or the journey of healing, if you want, or living your authentic life is not beautiful and perfect every day. Like you could be feeling like you're on cloud nine, you're hitting all of your tasks or your marks. And then sometimes you're going to have a crap day and guess what? That's okay. The next day you get to start all over again, or in that moment, you can reset right then and there if you choose to. But the point of everything is just that your journey is not always going to be this high, high, high of highs. And sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of what our healing journey should look like.
2: Right. And seeing there's that were the, you know, labels again, that we place on ourselves Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, we're comparing ourselves, with, you know, you never know. It happens between, you know, behind closed doors. You know, I look at you two, and you guys got your crap together. I'm like, oh, I love you guys. You know? Oh my gosh, <laughs> girl! That's well, that's no, you never. <laughs> it's you lies. <laughs>
1: well, but the thing is, like I tell, t- I am perfectly authentic, knowing I am a hot mess, and I perfectly and am, am an imperfect person. But I'm trying, and I think, Karen, what you said—that's the most important thing—is we're trying, and you're you're making the efforts and being better, and evolving, and and growing, and there has to be respect in that. That journey too. And I have lived too much of my life trying to be somebody I wasn't um, living into labels or this unrealistic expectation that I put on myself where I allowed other people, because I'm not even going to give it to other people. I allowed other people right. to put these unrealistic expectations and labels on me and no more. And now Nicole is doing Nicole and some days it's great. Some days it's not, but I'm trying. And I think that's all that we can always encourage for the three of us here in our conversation tonight and all of our listeners is if you're trying, celebrate that you're you're attempting to do better than what you did the day before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the better is always just in your eyes, not in anyone else's, right? Oh. So don't, make sure you don't compare. You yeah
1: absolutely no I think that's really important too because we were like you just saying that you think Tina and I are um <laughs> we got to go on but the thing is though we're but we're totally okay to be I think that's the other thing I think that's why the it, it's so important to have conversations and just be authentic and real because I don't want people thinking oh like it's always perfect and r- roses that's not relatable and that's not authentic it's no. really not and then you know what kind of you know, insecurity or kind of emotions and a negative, does that make other people feel like, oh, I, gosh, my life isn't that great because I'm not, you know, going to Bali on a yoga
2: retreat. (laughs) And that's, you know what, social media has a lot to play with that. With Oh, yeah. People are always posting the the roses and everything's so great and perfect. And then you're looking and you're like, ah, geez, man. Yeah. My day sucked. And she, you know, she had this Great day I and mean, kudos for her. yay, but wow. Oh. So yep. sometimes taking a break from social media is so important. I mean I hire someone to to look at. <laughs> <laughs> That's good delegation. That's Do good you know, delegation there we go. like that because Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I thought it was that, you know, and I get in there too. Mm-hmm. And I know better. That's the thing, you know, better, but we're all, we get into everyone. We go through the ups and downs all the time, no matter how hard we're trying. I'm still days going, ah, dang it. You know? So just don't compare yourself, get off social media, get off Instagram for a little bit. You know, I think it's really important because to me, it's just about go next door knock on the door, talk to your neighbor, see how they're doing, wear your mask, stand six feet, but See how they're doing. Take them flowers. Set up a zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> zoom calls are the best. Oh my well, god. I
0: just feel like I have to share this because um both of you know, you know, parts of my journey um pretty good. But I I think as we go through our journey, we start seeing things differently and clear, more clearly. And there were many, many years where I pretended everything was fine um, because I thought something was wrong with me. And I didn't think I deserved anything more than what I was getting Hmm. to the point that, you know, telling your kids, keep the secrets that we have behind closed doors. Don't let anybody know what's going on in our, in our life. That's the truth. And, and later realizing so many Many people are experiencing the same thing and yet we're so fearful to that we're going to be judged by something that we're experiencing and that's what I love about this podcast is that we all have we've all suffered from things we've all triumphed yeah. we've
2: all been resilient or else we wouldn't be here today right 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 we learned to put on a mask right Mm-hmm. We go out, we put on our smiles and act like, "Yeah, everything's great," you know. And then you go behind the closed doors, you're like, "Ah, shit." I, was <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. I also have to make a comment, mm-hmm. um, Tina, to what you just shared and everything. One thing I've learned in in my journey, at least, because I think we've all been there. By the way, Tina, so I validate what you just shared, and I see you, and I hear you. But truly. If people in your life you feel like would judge you in a negative way, those aren't your tribe, girl. Those are not the people I want to be around. And it's so interesting when you have really your heartaches, when things are good, you feel like, you know, people, but when you really want to know who your ride or die people are is when you go through the hard times of life and those people that are there for your peaks and your valleys, like really, like if you ever step back and Tina, maybe you can even attest with your journey, Mm -hmm. you step back and you realize, huh, who are the people that are really there for me in a deep level, because you never should have felt like, you know, you had to keep secrets or didn't have, you couldn't feel comfortable. Like people would judge you in a negative way instead of showing you grace and, you know, coming around and being a community and saying, Hey girl, we we're here to support you and let's help you get through this. And Karen, I bet with, you know, your situation of, you know, tragically losing your daughter, but also going through a divorce. I mean, there's two different forms of grief, but you saw who, who was there for you and then who really wasn't there for you.
2: Oh Yeah. It was like parting the Red Seas.
1: <laughs> but, and here's the thing too, like we've all made, like we've talked about, we've all made bad choices. Like I haven't always like in even though in my present, I don't do this, but when I was younger, I made mistakes. I said things I shouldn't have said, stayed in relationships longer than I should have. You know what I mean? Like was not nice to myself. Like there's things that you do and everything, but again, it's recognizing that learning from it and growing and moving beyond that. I think that's the important part of our journey of life and the evolution of, of growing. And that's why Karen, you, you, you writing this book and you've got everybody who's ever a writer and author putting your books out there. And it's, the, the power of storytelling truly is so powerful and it's transformative. So Karen, you, I already said with your children, but your book is going to touch somebody and more the world. I love how you're saying global. I like that, but truly though, you just sharing your story, even here on this podcast, right there, you're making connection and you are inspiring somebody truly. So your story already is going to be transformative.
2: I appreciate that very much. I just, I love you both so much and you both are amazing. And what you're doing, I love, I love all of this, what you're doing. The energy is so good and you're touching lives, you know, and I just, uh, kudos. I love that because we all have to do it together. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely.
1: That that really means a lot. I'm not a crier, but that made me get a little teary-eyed. Um, so thank you for thank you for saying that. That really means a lot to both Tina and I. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I do want to know you do have some exciting things coming up in 2021. So I want to talk about that um, before we before our interview comes to a close. So you've got your book coming out March 19th. What other amazing things does Karen Wright have on the horizons? Tell us. Tell us. Ooh
2: where's the crystal ball <laughs> <laughs> um so i am going to be hosting my own radio show Yay. on voice america and it will air starting april 7th um, wow. wednesdays at 11am and it's um the show is entitled now or never the choice is yours I love that. Oh. Thanks. And so and that's I'm, 11 Mountain Standard Time. 11. So when
0: we have those international listeners. Oh,
1: there we go. <laughs> our people in
2: Bali, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, Germany, Spain, all my little yogis out there, you know, from all over the world in Bali. Um, yeah. So I'm super, I'm really excited about it. And I know you two will both be on the show because. You guys oh, are thank awesome. you. Thank <laughs> you. Love that. Um, but my show of, It's kind of, you know, I love how this, how you guys are being so authentic and vulnerable with your, with your um, guests and things like that. And I think that's really important that we continue doing that. And that's with my show is like bringing on the experts and the influencers, you know, but a lot of, um, sometimes I feel some people are so, so well qualified You know, they've written all these books and they've been doctors and counselors for 25 years and they've got all the information. I want those people because of their experiences, but then I want them to open up and peel back their onions Mm -hmm. and I want to know their truths, their darkest hours. I want them to be able to talk to me, talk to the listeners about the things that hurt them. What was their biggest loss? You know, what, what happened and being able to share their story relating with us and then how they got over it. Just like, you know, with the counseling or reading books or things like that. And like we've been talking about, you know, everything's not roses. Right. And the, the, you, you read any entrepreneur book about any entrepreneur and how many times have they failed and failed and failed and failed before something was a success. It wasn't the first time through. And I think with life, there's so many times we just, uh, we hit the wall, we hit the wall, we try again, we keep hitting the wall until we figure out, Oh my gosh, there's a little crack. I just need a crack. I'm going to go through that crack and it to another side. And it's figuring that out. And I just think we need more of that. And there's so much light and energy going on with the 2021, with, you know, 2000, with the 5D and the emotions and people are coming alive right now. And the energy and the light that is coming through the light healers out there, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, you know, we're igniting. We're igniting this world. It's not about materialistic things anymore. It's about what the person is inside. That's what's going to make us. And that's what's going to bring us all together. Humanity once again.
1: Mm. Your show is going to be exciting. That. I yeah. can't wait for your show. Really excited for that for you. That's going to be an amazing adventure. Thank you, babes. I'm excited too. <laughs> and I know you have a couple other things in 2021. So um, I want you to share that with everybody too. Yeah,
2: so um, I have actually, I'm on, I've written two anthology books with, um, Main author. So, with an anthology, you have multiple co-authors and one author who's in charge of it. And um, Simi Geary is the author I've been working with, and so her book is being released. Our book. Um, this. February 24th through the 26th. Oh, wow. Very yeah, That's that's so soon. Yeah, so excited. I'm so happy for her and her whole journey and bringing us all together, all as authors from all over the world. And then I'm actually doing another one um, with Tina, with Rebecca, and that one's coming out in June, summer, something like that, another anthology. Yeah, I think I just
0: looked it up and it was July.
2: July. Okay, thank you. Sometime in summer. So that's coming up. And then I'm putting curriculum together for, um, retreats. So it's be, um, now or never diamonds ignite.
1: That's going to be super exciting. And all of this information they'll be able to find on your website, right? Karen. Perfect.
2: So the website is
1: shinenowornever.com. And we'll have Karen's website and all of her social media information in our um, bio for our podcast. And Karen, really, we thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and just being raw and authentic and just being inspiring. And so thank you for supporting Dare to Rise and being a part of our community.
2: Well, you're welcome. Thank you for the invite. I love it. We love you. Love you guys so much.
1: No, thank you, Karen. I, we again. Um, I want to know more. So plan on coming back in the future. So of course. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, thanks again, Karen, for coming.
0: Thank you both. Thank you.
1: Hey, Nicole, that was so awesome. Oh, that was wonderful. Again, super exciting. Always. All of our guests are awesome. I always, I I grow myself again. um, I just feel fortunate that we get to continue to share these people, share everybody's story that comes on the platform. And it's just a real honor to be a part of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, There were so many things that she said that, just stuck in my head and in my heart for sure. And I think it's pretty clear that I'll never divorce myself again, um, yeah. that, that was critical.
1: Um, I've never heard it Um, shared like that. No, I was going to say, I haven't either. I, um, I love that though. Those takeaways that just kind of stick out with you. And it's just like, wow, like I've never thought of that before. And it's simple and profound and so true. And just, again, just spotlighting the importance of Mm self-love. Truly self-love is so important. Yep. Living in the now. No, um, I love that. The nothingness, oneness, and wholeness mm-hmm. that she broke down. I thought that was awesome. Yep. So I think it's a good call to action, you know, to remind everybody
0: to live in the now. But I think it'd be Excellent. If uh, if we had some listeners just take a moment and look at their reflection in the mirror and tell themselves that how much they love them. And even if it's putting some affirmations out there
1: throughout their house, just those little reminders that they're they're treasures. Absolutely. Even if it's, you know, Karen was saying she writes out on the mirror, a sticky mm-hmm. note, you mm-hmm. know, or just verbally looking at yourself in the mirror and saying it or not even that just saying it out loud just start just start with something small and I loved how Karen talked about the task like start don't just jump into it and like set yourself up for disappointment you know ease into it take it you know making your bed if that's your your task for the week and just do little acts of kindness for yourself and I I really thought that was such a relatable an easy thing that anybody can apply to their day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah. To be kind to ourselves and sleep
0: in when you want to sleep in.
1: (laughs) But but again, I think it's so important though, when situations happen is like, it's so amazing when you're working on that mind shift that immediately, instead of being like, Oh my gosh, like i ruined my day. I I overslept. It's my body needed that again, Mm -hmm. like stepping back and reflecting on the the why or having just a more positive perspective on something I mean yeah. that mind shift change is transformative truly yeah so, for sure I love that that's our call to action is living in the now and I hope for all of our listeners that they were able to take something positive or many things positive from <laughs> um, our story that we were able to share with everybody tonight but I just encourage everybody live in the now and love yourself and don't ever doubt who you are and your self-worth. And no matter what, always dare to rise. Isn't that so true? And mm-hmm. until next time, dare to rise, right, Tina K? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody, okay. and we look forward to talking to you in our next episode.
0: Riding downtown in New York City, I know you wanna be there.
1: I bring you away. Party in the club like that track from Fiddy Cause life is so good, let's go and vibe with me Riding downtown in New York City I know you wanna be there, I bring you with me
2: This is what I'm doing, tell me that you wanna do it with me This is what I'm doing, tell me that you'll do it with me